Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show, number two today. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. We are packing it in today because we've got some extra special geekdom sauce going on for you today. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with my one and only good friend, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. And this time I remembered to turn the loop off on our hello there and and uh Well hello there. Hello there. Well hello there. <laughs> well hello there. Well hello there. No, Who I'm talks first? You talk first, I talk first. Who talks first? You sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Still getting used to this uh restream. Or StreamYard. 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 I love StreamYard compared to Restream. I I absolutely adore it. Um, Hey, Mike, do you want to introduce who our special guest is for this episode? I'm excited. We have an awesome-tacular guest. He's been with us before. He is too cool for you, Mr. Theron Lowry. Hello, uh, world. How you how you doing? How's everybody? (laughs) How's everyone? I'm still working on my intro, man. (laughs) Oh, good. <laughs> it's all good, Theron. Theron, thanks listeners? so much for joining it's us. More listeners than it is. Yeah. No, watchers too. And I want to Watchers and listeners. There yeah, we, we have viewers and listeners. So you, viewers, that's right. That's that they are called viewers, that's right, instead of watchers. I mean, I don't want to call them the watchers unless they have that special, like, you know, extraterrestrial, you know, you know. It's all good. Creepy if they're watchers, because I mean that means they can see everything we do. I mean they're the council of the Green Landing Corps. (laughs) Come on, guys. Of course, uh, that kind of puts them in league with Santa Claus too, because Santa Claus sees everything you're doing too. Sounds like elves, bro. But they are small. I mean, if you think about it, the watchers are as small as elves. Sorry. True. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have the pointy ears? They do. Maybe. Maybe. have, Have that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're more of the the uh Marvel expert, which is part of the reason you're on today. That's yes. right. That's right. Everybody, we are talking. What are we talking about? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yeah. So, uh excited, excited today to have this discussion with Aaron. As you guys know, a couple of things real quick I need to to share with you. I have to apologize to everyone about screwing up the times. My brain was on Mountain Standard Time, not Central Standard Time when we normally launch. So I apologize for the the setting up the times for everybody when we were going to go live and we've been an hour late for each episode. So I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I woke up this morning. Well, first of all, Brenda's like, uh, aren't you recording today? Yeah. Well, Steven's got it scheduled for 8 a.m. I go, well, Steven's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I goofed. It, it's so, normally 9 Central Standard Time, and right. I'm so used to having to do time zone changes because I'm in Mountain Standard Time. My brain just thought, oh, it'll adjust, and, 
And actually, I goofed it rather than saying eight mountain standard. I said eight central standard. So I apologize, everybody, for that. Uh, yeah, my bad. No problem. Uh, <laughs> is it like daylight savings time is up there? Or is it just one of those things where it's because you're in high altitude? Yeah, no, we're still daylight savings. But yes, it's it's That's, only... Um, does that make you so- closer to the sun since you're in the mountain standard time? Something like that, maybe. It feels like it. <laughs> we use sundials, too. Uh, yikes. Ouch. It has begun, everybody. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, before we get going, our big topic today, yes, is Wakanda wait, forever. Wait, wait, wait. Audible? I am. I am. Oh, I'm okay. saying before we get to our big topic today, oh, okay. talking Sorry. about Wakanda Forever Black Panther 2, I want to do our sponsorship. So, we have a sponsor. I know. It's very exciting. Hey, everybody. Uh, many of you know by now that I am a big Audible fan. I have over 140 Audible books in my library, but they are now sponsoring us here at Two Geeks and a microphone. So very excited. Um, I'm going to put this up. If you go to audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T W O G E E K S, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, you can get what a free 30 day trial to Audible. Um, Audible membership gets you all kinds of cool benefits, not only from the newest releases, but all the way to mystery and thrillers. you get um, self-improvement books. You get business books. You get um, motivational books, thrillers, celebrity memoirs, the whole gambit that is available to you. And so if you sign up for free uh, 30-day membership, you get one Audible credit to use however you want. So you can get anything off the thousands and thousands and thousands of titles that Audible has on their audiobooks. But not only that, if you continue in your membership with Audible, you get also access to Audible Plus Catalog. The Audible Plus Catalog is all kinds of uh, how shall I say, included audiobooks that you don't have to use a credit for. You can go ahead and download all kinds of classics, um, all kinds of uh, books that are available, audiobooks that are available to you. Now, what I love about Audible personally is I have the Audible app. So anywhere I go, whether it be in my car, whether I'm waiting in line at the grocery store, I can listen to an Audible audiobook um, while I just do my everyday life. And so I really enjoy it. Um, as I said, I've got over 140 uh, in my catalog. Um, I am actually listening right now to Atomic Habits. That's the one I'm listening right now? to. Well, like not- right now? Well, like right now? But I'm listening to Atomic Habits. Um <laughs> And what's great is, well, not right now, but it is in my queue to be listening to. If that I was going to be super impressed if you're doing this whole spew and actually listening to it, listening right at now. the same was, time. Wow. Yes, I've I've got my I've got my Audible app, and then I'm listening. Yes, all at the same time. It's he That's why I was hear me talk, people. Uh, what'd you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, you can try Audible for free for the next 30 days by signing up at our site, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S. Um, it is worth it. I love it because I know, I don't know about you, but <clears throat> my world is busy and sometimes 
I want to catch up on some of the latest books or business books and or also geeky books. As I said, my favorite so far is off the Star Wars, Shakespearean Star Wars by Ian Desher. Um, who is, we've had on the podcast, by the way. Who we have had on the podcast. Um, and it is fat. It's like listening to the to the movie, but with all the sound effects, um, all the character actors and everything, but yet in Shakespearean prose, and it is fantastic. Uh, music, the whole Shakespearean style and everything. I just did a quick search on Audible. And um, yes, we do have a Marvel topic today. Um, you can actually get Marvel uh, Secret Wars, uh, Avengers Endgame, Midnight Suns, Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Civil War. Um, so there's there's even a lot of Marvel on Audible. Wow. Ooh, Venom, Lethal Protector. Oh, and it looks like they have narrations. Some of them might have full casts. So, yeah, so check it out. Yeah, check it out, everybody. So, um, w- when you sign up, um, it does help out the show to help us pay for like StreamYard and Podbean and all the expenses it takes to do the show. So, we really, really, really appreciate your support. Um, and so that is the end of our Audible section. Thank you, everyone. Um, go try it out today. <laughs> nice, nice. I mean, All I right. like the book 47 Laws of Powers. That's an awesome book, too, by the way. Yeah, I can get that on Audible if you really want to up your game in, in far as like uh, self-motivation, self-worth. Oh. It's actually a really good book. What's the, what's the name of it? 47 Laws of Power. I'm going to add it to my wish list right now. There you ah, go. Nice. All right. So with that said, are we ready for our <clears throat> main event? So today we are going to be talking about the blockbuster hit, which uh, blew away some of their some of their uh, numbers a couple weeks ago for their opener. Did very good. Congratulations to Marvel Universe and, and the opening of Wakanda Forever, the sequel to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be our discussion today. Darren, since you are our guest, I'm going to give you the honor of picking our rating scale. What, what would you like to have for a scale for this one? All right, before I give my rating, I'm right. going to say this right about now. I did not expect this movie to be as good as it, it, it turned out to be. And also, Ooh. at the same time, I did not expect them to go uh, and to have a second movie, to be honest with you. So oh. that's two things I'm starting off, and I'm 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 laying down the hammer right about now because <laughs> how the first movie Way to went. Kick it off. Yes, yeah. how the first movie went, which I gave the first movie, if I'm not mistaken, I think I gave it like four out of five vibraniums and and stuff like that. The second movie. Now we're out of ten. Now we've yeah, doubled. We're, we're we've now. doubled we're the doing, score now. 10? Yeah, mm, out of ten. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I got to go extra hard on this one. All right. So I'm going to give this one a seven out of ten. As far as uh, vibraniums, wow. and the wow. reason why I'm I'm explain my way my, my logic throughout the actual movie as far as why as, okay uh, there is a seven out of ten it, it it's a it's a great movie it's a phenomenal movie and I and I am very uh, uh, happy with the results as far as like the through and through like how they, they left things off but for mm-hmm. the most part throughout the movie itself I, I had I had I had some issues with I had some I had some okay. uh, 
Oh. Some very, very uh, I, interesting I points. I am shocked. Color me I shocked. I am too, actually. Uh, okay, go ahead. Because uh, no, you you um I because of our first review when you joined us for the first review for Black mm-hmm. Panther, I really thought, oh, this is similar in style, similar in nature, great characters, great acting. Um, and I thought, oh, Theron's gonna love this, you know, because I, I watched it yesterday to get ready for the show because I wanted to come in fresh. Mm-hmm. And um uh it, and so I am shocked. Um now, now here is the other thing. Um, Theron, I agree with you. I would mm-hmm. give it seven. I'd give it a, a fair seven out of ten. I mm-hmm. could be convinced to go a little higher, maybe, but seven out of ten is, is at vibraniums out of out of this. Um, I did not like it as much as I did the first one. Yep. Um, now I will say the homage to to um, uh, Chadwick Boseman was great. I agree. It, yeah, it was well done. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was it was respectful. It was articulate. I love the story arc of dealing with grief. Um, mm-hmm. I thought was good, um, and the storytelling wise, I thought was was a struggle for a, okay. as far as that. Now, get it now. In all fairness, you know we're trying to give homage to a character who really who really created the Black Panther character as we know it in cinema. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a fabulous job. I loved his work and we're dealing with that transition. Um, but in, and I understand why they call it Wakanda forever and not Black Panther Black 2. Panther and not, not Black pa- It wasn't top yeah. build as Black Panther 2. It was top build as Wakanda forever. I get that. And, and it should have been that way. Um, and, and then um, the storyline wise, I, I struggled quite a bit in the ending I thought was anticlimactic for me, mm-hmm. um, from a story arc standpoint, but I'm a story arc snob evidently because we heard that with our review about Andor. So, um, um, I, so I, yeah. I, I thought two and a half hours was too long for this movie. Um, I did too. I thought that was a little bit too long. If they, they harped on the First of all, in the intro part, they harped on the grief a little bit more more than I actually anticipated. Um, but the next thing that really threw me for a loop is they didn't have a contingency plan at all. Like you would think, you know, if the monarch went down and if the head of that monarch, the head of state went down, they will have a contingency with all the other, you know, heads of families there. They had all the other factions that had people that could challenge you know, Black mm-hmm. Panther and stuff like that. It didn't seem like, I mean, other than, you know, uh, Queen Ramonda and stuff like that, she she basically took, you know, President Queen Mother did. But at the same time, it's just like, okay, nobody, they really didn't change tradition at all. They just kind of stayed their course as far as, oh, I guess this person's gone now and I'm just going to basically follow this new person now. And yeah. it was just, it was, it. It was no I, other. Theron, I want to continue this conversation once we get to the spoilerific territory, but that is a good point. That is a okay. really good point. Yeah, that's good stuff. So if I say, if I comment on it, I'm going to do spoilers and I don't, I don't sure. want to do that yet. So, so that's I good insight we, though. I think all three of us are actually in agreement with this. I would give this a seven, uh, uh, vibraniums also. Um, I thought overall it was a very good movie. Um, and I do it, did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one, though. I, I mm-hmm. felt the first one was a better film. Um, 
<gasps> the first one was much more better. Much more better. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I mean, hats off to Angela Bassett, though. Queen Mother Queen. She really, I think that's really what started. Oh, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking away from anybody's acting abilities. I thought everyone, yeah. you know, was phenomenal as far as acting wise goes. I'm not taking mm-hmm. anything away from that. Um, I, I, I'm a little iffy on the choice of Black <laughs> Panther, slightly. Mm. Okay. Um, and I, I I understand why they went that route. I get it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. I just didn't feel I don't know. I just didn't feel she lived up to it. You know. Mm. Um, the uh, Ironheart story was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it really had a place in this film. I almost feel like it should have been its own thing, though. It is. You it's know? it's going to be its own show. Right. And I, I don't they know. They set her up for her own show, though. Right. But I felt it was a little little bit out of place in this, you know? Um, and I'm not, I'm not knocking that storyline or anything. I just, I don't know. It, it, okay. You don't right. think it was, it should have been included. I thought that was a little bit of a stretch too. Like they let's included go, her. Let's let at spoiler okay. territory, right. spoiler territory. <laughs> Overall, <laughs> save I it for the spoiler territory. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the spoiler territory. All right. All right. So good. That's another so show right there. Uh, so yeah, overall, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was a good, very good film. It did not, in my opinion, live up to the first film. Um, I did really enjoy the uh, um, the tribute to uh, um, Chadwick. Yeah, Chadwick. I thought that was done very well, and, and I liked the way they they tackled it because I was curious of how it was going to happen. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was good. Um. Oh, and I I loved. Uh, I did love Ironheart's car. By the way, <laughs> yeah, car yeah. beautiful. I love her car. <laughs> it was um, beautiful. Um, character. I'll oh, go ahead. But you know, I I too felt it was too long. I this movie could have been shortened down by at least a half hour. Honestly, at least. Yeah. What about the blue people? The blue. <laughs> I, I was like Avatar. Oh, oh wait, no. wait, wait, wait! I was yeah. like, wait a minute, is this Avatar? Yeah, I thought that was it for a couple more okay. weeks. Yeah, now that you said the blue people, okay, okay. Oh, well played there. No, well the played. Atlanteans I liked more than I thought I was going to like. Actually, they're not Atlanteans. They're, not they're a Telocon. They're what? Telocon. Telocon. Well, Telocon. Telo. T o k o n. No, in the Marvel. T o l k o n or something like that. In the Marvel. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But in the Marvel comic books, weren't they still Atlantean? Mm, I, think they, I don't think I thought they, they changed them that. that for the film. Oh yeah, they were like Atlantis or something in that nature. Right. They changed them to where they're more Mayan descent, right. Mexican American, Mexican indigenous folks. Like, well, yeah, that's because yeah, it's like the Mayans story. underwater. Is how I yeah, it. That, that's right. exactly what they were. Yeah. And yeah. I think they did that because they didn't want to. They didn't want to equate it too much with Aquaman. Yeah, that's and true. what was going on. What's going on in the DC universe at the moment? <laughs> and I get it. I get it. It makes sense. Um, I, I actually enjoyed them more than I thought I would. I I didn't think I was going to like them that much, and I kind of liked their story. I thought it was pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Overall, okay. I would give it a seven. seven okay, solid seven. Okay. All right, everybody. We are moving into spoilerific territory. All right, now. Okay, Theron, mm. we had some good stuff, so I, I'm wanting to hear it. Let's let uh, let it rip, my brother. <laughs> okay. So, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the with the um with the introduction. So I did like the fact that the introduction that um that they that Shuri tried to create the heart shape or synthetic version of the heart shape herb and stuff like that, given okay. the fact that Killmonger was the one who killed all of the plants in the last movie. And that kind of threw me for a loop too. I was like, oh, they didn't have like a special stash or something like that. Everybody know to keep a special stash, you know, underneath <laughs> in the shoebox in in a in the like in the forest somewhere out in the distance where you know nobody can find right. it. Don't just put it in all in one central location for an infant like it's somebody who do infiltrate and then burn your whole, you know, your whole it's like, yeah, your whole patch down. That was that was a very very uh a very annoying you thing make for me a great to point there too and it's this like, being a royal family yes exactly right. royal family you think for sure they would have a stash like you said somewhere yeah, that's keeping all of the artwork in buckingham palace like right. why would you do that and it can burn i mean it can it can do that like, <laughs> which by the way happened in the crown yeah that, and it actually did happen yeah they yeah. they lost so much stuff but i was like no how come they didn't really spread it out or just try to have it to where I mean, I understand that the other royals and stuff like that, they couldn't they couldn't take or ingest the actual heart shaped herb and stuff like that. They could if they wanted to, but it'll be a way for them to challenge the, the king. But they have to do it through ritual. And I've just noticed that right off the right off the bat that everything was really even though they are very technologically advanced, they are very still tribal. I mean, on both yeah. sides with with the Talokans and the Wakandans, regardless of how much technologically advanced they may be. They're very much rooted in tribal as type of mentality. So it's just like, oh, well, you know, nobody can't really rise up and take over the place in somebody that's already there because they're the family and stuff like that. And, and, and they won't be able to have any contingency plan. And that's the part that really threw me for a loop when it comes down to contingency plan. It's just like, OK. I understand King Mother was like she was there and she was the one that was going to rule the nation and they're still trying to figure out how to do that obviously they didn't want to go the same route that t'challa went because of the fact that people were trying to take vibranium they've been doing that for like you know years in a sense since they've known that and everything in that nature so you already knew that they were already like you know number one as far as like hey we need to get what they have or we'll go in and take it which i understand i give them praise for protecting their their material but i'm like Dude, you know how deep you know that mountain is and how fast that mountain is? Wakanda, don't get me wrong, it's been like really well fortified, but it's so many ways that you can get inside. Obviously, we've seen that when freaking Namor went underneath the ocean and he infiltrated it without setting off any signals. That's true. Like, that was crazy. I'm like, well, if he can do that, then uh-huh. how come the military didn't been able to do that? Because they can only protect so many ports. And I thought they were more inland than anything else, but apparently there is multiple ways you can get into Wakanda and without, with the help of a a native or somebody infiltrating. That's true. Cause in in the original film, they made it look like it's, it's impenetrable. Yeah. And and this one. Yeah. Like you said, it seemed like there's all kinds of way, you know, it's like people are just walking across the border in this one. (laughs) Yeah. That's um, wow. I didn't even really think of that until you, you brought that up. That's yeah, it was. And then it was the fact that, I mean, I, it was, it was one of those things where, okay, so the government is basically creating science projects in order for them to find vibranium elsewhere in the world because they can't get into, um, they can't get into Wakanda. Wakanda. All right. I get that part. Mm. 
So, I mean, if Tony Stark was alive, then technically he would have probably spearheaded a program in order to find it too. But then again, he's not alive. So therefore, you know, his interest is out, even though he may have had, I want to say at, at a certain point, he had vibranium tech in order for him to have nano, or at least he figured out a way to end up creating nanotech in order for him to have his suits to, say, to put on the same way as right. um, T'Challa did. And that, that kind of threw me for a loop too, um, as far as like, okay, so they have all this tech. All right. Where is the military in this thing? Yeah, and if, Stark, if Stark Industries has has access to vibranium, that mm. means the military does because Stark and the military are kind of, you know, intertwined. I don't think so. No, no, they, so? they, uh, they, they, uh, with with Iron Man, I believe that he basically didn't want his tech to fall into military hands after they did the whole uh, Sokovia Accord and he sent all of his stuff away. Remember, he gave all of his sure. property over to Spider-Man and Spider-Man pretty much, I mean, that's a whole nother movie, but then again, far from home when he actually gave it to like Mysterio and Mysterio did whatever he wanted to do with it. Anyways, let's go back to Wakanda. So I figured that <laughs> you would think that they will be able to create some type of like defense, either external, like some type of fortified defense, you know, to protect them from, you know, dealing with the lights of like Thanos and his, you know, m- monsters and everything in that nature. They'll, they'll be a little bit more well prepared. They did not prepare. They had a whole year after T'Challa t- passed away and nobody basically decided to create it other than the door Milaje. They didn't, they didn't protect themselves. They didn't prepare at all. I mean, I get it that 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 um, that uh, Koye. I mean, I'm sorry that uh, Sherry made the uh, midnight armor, but that was only for one person. She didn't make it for like a whole the whole fleet uh, or the whole uh, army of the Dora Milaje. Not that that That's was a little odd. Michonne too. didn't like it. Yeah, she didn't like it. But then again, she could have made multiple iterations of it. So therefore, it can. Um, what was it? Girl named Anika. I think that's what it was. I think the the other person that was there, she didn't. Um, Wait a minute, which character were you talking about? Amanika, she she one that had the two blades, the dual blades, or okay. she had oh, the two handed so cool. blades. Those yeah, vibro had, blades, kind of. Yeah, thing. so awesome. she had that. And 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 if you go, and I'm going back to the comics a little bit, but the midnight, um, the midnight, um, um, the midnight warriors, those are like the elite, elite versions of the Dora Milaje, and they didn't really get oh. to it. Um, in the actual, I mean, they got to it in the actual movie itself at the at the end. But towards, the, but they've always been there. They're the they're the special guard to Black Panther and stuff like that. But you think to yourself, like, okay, so where is all of their military strength? Like that was the part that really threw me for a loop from Black Panther. It's just like, where's the Queen's Guard and where's the military that they they supposed to you know protect them? Because if they don't got the champion. Ooh then how come they didn't build up their defenses if sure. they're so vulnerable as far as their vibranium right. constantly being stolen? That threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, that was a difference that you saw in the first movie versus the second movie. Now, I get it. The the person who, um, I can't think of his name right about now, uh, Black Panther's friend and stuff like that, he was the one that basically um, raised their army because he was a part of their tribe. That's the one with the cloak and they had the shielding uh, shields up and everything in that nature. But the Jabari, they should have had their own little faction as well, too, in order to protect um, the nation as well, too. They could have had, inf- you know, build up their 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 envoys. So I thought that was pretty crazy that it was like it was it was one of those things where, all right, we have a handful of women, the door Milaje to yeah. protect the queen and nobody protected the, the queen. queen. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. 
Oh. And she has her own royal guard. I, I don't know if you guys Yeah, saw she's it. roaming around by herself and stuff. And you know, royalty, yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, chilling out on the beach. Right. Constantly yeah. being, in, being, you know, confronted with Namor. Namor threatening her right off the bat. Come on, bro. Yeah, could Come you on. imagine Queen Elizabeth? You know, I, I know there's times where Queen Elizabeth had her quote-unquote moments of privacy. But she, even that moment of privacy, there's still somebody nearby who is watching over her. And so I would, yeah. I would expect the same for, for Wakanda, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. That's kind of crazy. That, they were more concerned of protecting Riri than the queen. Right. Let yeah. that sink in. Yeah. That... Oh, they wow. were more protected. It's protecting Riri than Shuri. Right. It's, it's she like has no royalty. Like, yeah. She had no royalty. She was just like, Oh, well we can't spare one innocent life and stuff like that. But what about the Wakandans? <laughs> the everybody that was basically getting massacred through the city when dude, when I'm telling you, when Namor walked up on stream and he was like, and when he went and he infiltrated there and he started to create a lot of havoc in Wakanda, I was actually pretty excited to see like, Oh, this dude can do big damage. Like yeah. he is, really really powerful and i love how they explain his ability where his body's like a jellyfish the more he absorbs water the stronger he gets that in in itself that's pretty that's a pretty unique ability and what yeah. my thing was is how come he didn't really do anything when thanos came around because if thanos wiped off half the life on the planet didn't you think that they wiped off you know the 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 life on for the telecons as well too that part really uh, threw me for a loop as well. I, I think he has a similar thinking towards like uh, Aquaman has in a lot of the DC storylines where he feels that his, his people are more protected being under the water, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and honestly doesn't care. That's, you know, yeah. that, I mean, that's not really the way Aquaman is portrayed in the, the films. But in the comic books lately, he's portrayed that way in a lot of storylines where, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, I really don't care what happens to sur surface dwellers. All I care about is my people, you know, that kind of thing. And he uh, raised war for like the most simplistic this is true. reasoning. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really, I mean, when you talk about having a villain and he really can't call him a villain because he's not, he wasn't really more, he, did, he, he wanted to do, he wanted to have villainous acts, I guess. He wanted to go to war with the surface dweller. But I'm like, bro, I'm not scared of a beluga whale coming on the land where I'm living at right about. That's not going to, unless you got some fish coming up through the toilet or something like that. Yeah, then I'll be freaked out. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not, you're not, Bob, that's not going to scare me, man. I'm telling you right about now. Piranha's <laughs> coming up through the toilet. Piranha's coming up through the toilets, the bathroom sink. You know, some tiger sharks, if he flood the street, I mean, I guess if it snows and heavy, like he do like Sharknado or something like that, then I'll be a little bit concerned. I mean, I'm not taking no threats from no sea, man. <laughs> so I'm just like, Page, Page Omega just said Sharknado, man, it's real. <laughs> I'm not taking this threat oh serious. God, hilarious. Like, and then what's what kills me is get him in a desert. I mean, that's all you really got to go, just set up in a desert, and he ain't really got that much. Oh man, you, you know, just wait. took Namor down a notch for me now. <laughs> it really, I mean, his his reasoning was really it was it was really benign, and I thought that was pretty crazy. He wanted to bury his mother on land. He seen the conquistadors or somebody that was basically there that was ransacking the place that he used to live. That he has no. Well, I think he. Yeah, he doesn't even know that place because he was born underwater. So he didn't know anything yeah. about it. And then he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to sit on this 
idea that I don't like surface dwellers because I had a bad run in. I mean, I'm telling you, bro, not all of us are the same. So it's just like one of those things where he could have just uh, developed his thought process over time. I don't know. I think that's more about uh, his ancestors and such. And, and, you know, he's he's trying to protect his heritage and that kind of thing. Um, That's the only way I can justify that, though. But it was only one of him, though. It's just like you didn't really see his elders in that situation. You see if you notice that when he was going through the their kingdom or whatnot, it was mostly young and it was mostly like, you know, uh, it, it didn't you really see too many elders. Everybody looked up to him, other than his, the other than the original strain, other than the original people who actually took their variation of vibranium. Which I don't know if that's a variation. It, it I mean, I guess it is a ver- technically a variation uh-huh. of vibranium. They made it seem like it's not vibranium, but it is vibranium. It's a water version of vibranium, and that's why they oh, were able yeah. to do what they did. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the only. No, no, was that a part of the mineral? Is that the only that wasn't the, that was the only location that they could have found it at at one point? I you think know, so. Yeah, yeah I don't it was know. like that was the only location they found it at. So what kills me is that all right, so they found the actual vibranium underwater when they went through the whole process of you know um, tracking it down and stuff like that. How come they didn't detect it above surface other than Wakanda and in that one location they found it underwater, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little interesting, mm-hmm. which disturbed their whole kingdom, which set him off to where it's just like, oh, I got to go kill this girl now. <laughs> yeah, was, it was a little overdone. That part really didn't, that really didn't bow very well for me. How, how did you, crazy. how did you feel about, it's not Namor, it's Namor. 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 I am without love. <laughs> Call me Namor. Yeah, his name was said like three different times throughout the film. And I thought that was a little interesting too. Yeah, it was said um, all kinds of different ways. No one actually took him as a, a serious threat, which in a sense, they didn't believe he was there. It was just like he was more of a ghost. And they just figured that it was all, nothing but Wakandans. So Wakandans was getting blamed for things that they didn't even really do. Right, because no one knew crazy. that his people existed. That's That yeah. was the thing. And if Man. I'm not mistaken, it still it still persists. Like he still... His, his, he, he, they are still under the guise of not being detected. I think that was the, the end-all, be-all negotiation towards it. Right. Sage. <laughs> Sage. That whole section, Cuckoo Khan, the serpent guide. I read books, guys. That was, remember the, what's his name? The king of the, the one, oh, the Wakandans in the mountain? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That was the best I, I didn't remind that. I didn't remember that line. That's it was, was the like, best yeah. line. So, Mbaku actually knew who they were. And which was crazy is that nobody else didn't know who they were, but M'Baku knew who they were. And he knew the name he was called, too, That's as well. True. Yeah. So, so yeah, how did he know? Because <laughs> he read books. Because oh. he's in the mountains. He's in Mountain Standard Time. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, audible.com. Go read it. Thanks for the plug there. That's awesome. I love That's it. Awesome. Sweet. All right. I, I got to ask you. I got to ask you. How did you feel about Cherie taking over the the Black Panther mantle? How did, how did you feel about her being the new Black Panther? Uh, okay, that kind of stretched a little bit uh, uh, on the fact that she, I mean, in the comics, yeah, she do actually become uh, Black, she, she, she takes on the mantle of Black Panther. So that part didn't really struck me as odd or anything of that nature. It well, was yeah, just I, like... I get that they did it because that's the way it goes in the comics, but... yeah. Do you the way they've set her up in the film? 
and everything. Uh-huh. Do you feel that she's worthy? I mean, because she has royal blood. She was able to her aunt, the ancestor she chose was was Killmonger versus her mom. That yeah, threw that me was- for a loop. That, I think that threw everybody for a loop. It's just like that's the person she conjured up and she had a connection that's because with. Because her motives were different. That's her why. motives were different. Her motives has always been different. If you go yeah. back in the first movie, it it actually was a little bit more uh, uh, a little bit more apparent than I, I've realized. I was like, oh, she's always going to be more like uh, she's going to be like T'Challa and stuff like that. And it, and it was already discussed that oh well, T'Challa he's more of the noble. The dad he's uh-huh. definitely more of the noble. Shuri, she was definitely the one that was like the she wasn't the defector, but she was the She's one that going was more for revenge. Well, yeah, well, well revenge, the ends but justify she did, the yeah. means. Well, well, yeah, because yeah. right. that was the whole thing about her. Her dad, yeah, was <laughs> the ends justify the means. I love how the the whole when Killmonger came in and that discussion actually was very interesting. Yeah, that was a very uh, good. Discussion. I agree with you. It threw me for a loop. I was like, what the what? Because mm-hmm. yeah, first I thought, Actually, oh, she's on the throne. Her mom's on the throne. Then it comes around. There's Killmonger. Just kind of. I kind of liked that though. I I thought it was kind of cool. It was good. Um, and I, I it was a great I discussion. That, I felt that it, you know, it it fit her character as far as yep. you know. Um, she just has a different motive than what T'Challa had. So yeah. in that aspect, yeah, I agree. I just think <laughs> physically. And and the fact that she's more tech based, she's mm-hmm. she's not the the physical aspect, you know, that T'Challa was. So and like that's what in Spider Man, she's the guy that. in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Here's here's I, what Sage Page says. I feel she is a filler character, and T'Challa Junior is ready to take over, ooh, making T'Challa yeah. Panther again for a generation who don't know that he's passed. If oh, that makes sense, yeah, no, yeah, I like no, that. I, I think like so that. too. I really do. Yeah. I, I feel like she's good. Don't get me wrong. I didn't like. It's two things that really threw me for a loop with her character. First of all, she has no fighting ability at all. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah, and and but you inherit that when you actually takes on the you, when you true. take on the mantle of Black Panther, you you get more you know fighting ability because of the heart shaped herb, and then your ancestral powers is passed down to each iteration of Black Panther that mm. that came before you. So that part that was like okay, I'll give her a pass when it comes to that. Her okay. motives, as far as like when they kept saying that she was the only one that scoffs at tradition. Is because she was following the tech- technological route that everybody else didn't. They were all, like I said, they were all tribal. They all, you know, follow tradition to a T word. They don't care. Oh, we have a, okay, so that Black Panther dies. All right, we're going to have a Black Panther tomorrow. Nobody, nobody bats now. Okay, so this, you know, when Killmonger came in and he killed Chitala, and it was just like, okay, so I guess he's king now. Nobody said anything. Nobody really well, now, rised up or anything in that nature. They were all committed to that throne. And that's literally now, what it came down Shuri, to. Sheree doesn't play into the, the uh, um, traditions. <laughs> she doesn't agree with the traditions. And yeah, <clears throat> that was actually one of the things I liked in the growth of her character was she started to come into the traditions and started realizing how important they were to her society and everything. And, and I like that. I, you know, I, I think it's cool, you know, when, when somebody is respecting their own traditions and everything. So that aspect of her character, I felt was a good growth. And, and I enjoyed that a lot. 
I just didn't feel physically she was the Black Panther. I <laughs> honestly, I, I I think Nakia, uh, you know, Michonne, <laughs> as I knew her, <laughs> I, I think she'd make a better Black Panther physically. <laughs> mm. Okay, so that was another thing that that threw me for a loop too is that her when they got captured on the bridge. Okay, so that, which was one of the best fighting scenes that I've saw. That you that, know that was that, pretty cool. That, that was a really good fighting scene when she actually caught Riri and everything in that nature. I do love Riri character, even though that um, they didn't really put her more on. T- I didn't really think her suit really mimicked like how she took from the old Iron Man suits. It didn't look the same as like how I should have looked like. It, it I was looked- not impressed with Riri's suit at all. No, no, not at all. Not even not even her Mark One suit. It did not look like any yeah. of the trailer stuff. It didn't look like anything that I that reminded me of like her Iron Heart suit. Which I was like, whatever, stretch. I'm just gonna <laughs> let that go. But the fight scene that Okoye put off and stuff like that. Oh yeah, she was Okoye. I would say, like I said, King, uh, King, uh, Queen Ramonda and Okoye for sure. Top notch performance through and through when they're coming to their action. Okoye was up a freaking hill when she was fighting against all of those Salokans, and then they had like regenerative abilities, and for her to get the uh to be stripped of her title that hurt I ain't gonna lie to you. yeah <laughs> that, that hurt more you. so than seeing shuri getting paled by the freaking ship and i was like yes what? yes i agree you're I absolutely agree. right yeah yep i felt yes. more for her than i did shuri honestly yeah <laughs> yeah i really did i felt bad i felt i was more so like okay so i'm like okay i'm not i'm feeling i'm feeling the the motive why she's trying to stop you know, Namor and everything in that nature. But I'm just like, mm. she went back to her roots, if you think about it, because that's when she started using tech in order to defeat her foes. She's not really going to fight them head on like how the dad would or T'Challa would, in a right. sense. Even even M'Baku was too much for, he just took a blow to the test, uh, to, to, the, to the to the chest. And 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 it was like, a, you can tell right off the bat, oh, he ain't, he ain't got a dog in this fight. Like he can't go up against Namor at, at all. I don't think nobody really right. was prepared for him. So yeah, I don't think Shuri compares to Namor. No, she wouldn't. She, I, don't, I mean, it was it was going to be that was going to be a really if it was if 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 it was T'Challa in a sense, it would have been a very interesting fight. But it was it was a really I mean for her to take over that role and for her to and for her to call on the ancestor of Killmonger in a sense it's because she needed to get things done she's really good mentally to get things done she's really she's really going to you know use her strategies to her advantage right oh yeah she's quoting batman quoting batman (laughs) she isn't the hero we wanted she's the hero we needed yes for sure for sure he's classing up to join again yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah Uh, for everyone who doesn't know it, Sage was on our uh, episode last week. On uh, Sandman. Yeah, we had him on for Sandman. He was a great nice. guest, and we do plan on having him back, and he might uh, get in on some video game discussions in the future. So so we're looking forward nice. to that coming up. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Shuri was okay. I, I like her. I like her as a character. I just didn't feel she lived up to the Black Panther mantle. That, that's me. Now I gotta say, her costume was beautiful. I lo- I love it. I love the yeah. look of it. It's she fantastic. Took, took both T'Challa's and 
uh, Killmonger, the 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 go. I really did thought that was a pretty uh, yeah, a very very sharp, very very good aspect. Okay, another thing that really threw me for a loop. You remember when they got, both got captured? Her and Riri, and they was down in the underwater cavern, and Namor kind of showed them how to get there and everything of that nature. And he was that they was down there for a minute now. All right, so Nakia, right? She had a little suit on and everything of that nature. She had the little submarine. She figured out how to. She tracked it all the way back to where the little where they found the little herb and everything of that nature. Went in the underwater cavern, submarine uh-huh. her way down and infiltrated into their 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 lair okay. in a rescuing Shuri. Okay, how they escaped. When they were underwater, remember that Namor actually put them and they 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 did they went through a little, you know, entry because he had their own little spear like Wakanda did. They had their right. own little protection bubble and everything in that nature. You can only get in through like a little wormhole or something like that, right? How right. Did she find yeah. that? How, how did she just and then when they, when they escaped, they didn't have a mask on. They didn't have any type of protection gear. They were coming. He said it right off the bat. The water pressure will crush your bones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they didn't have a mask. She rescued both Riri no, and Shuri. The water pressure comment was for taking her down. Oh, taking her she down. Had to have the oh, on. that's right. Doing the little Nemo trip. Right, Jess? Yeah. Right, Jess? Remember the guy <laughs> on the... Remember yeah. the, the turtles and stuff yeah, yeah. and they follow the stream? That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, okay, so taking her down there was, was going to kill her. But then again, yeah, when they came back funny. up, when they was escaping. So I'm like, all right, so is is the place there, is it, how far down is it? Because you would think. The cave wasn't that far. I, I think the cave was just um, more of a. My microphone's trying to attack me. Um, <laughs> the the cave that they woke up in mm-hmm. was more like a length, like a like it took longer to get there. That's why they needed the masks, um, and because they weren't supposed to know. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, the the pressure comment was when he took her down to where everyone was because only a few people were up there and they were blue because they were out of the water. I, I hear this voice, but I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> Is that God? Is it... Is that... I don't know. Hey, your your mother's going to get mad at you, Megan. <laughs> her dog like, gives her a hard time because she doesn't like to come in and be on screen. <laughs> Okay, so those are good uh, insights, Megan. Thank you. So I wasn't making light of the thing. I was just making light of where's she at? <laughs> I can see her. <laughs> We're in the same room. <laughs> okay, I guess um, I don't know. Okay, I, I, I see your point, Megan, right there. But I thought that was a little interesting that they didn't have any type of respirators or anything. They just kind of went in the water and they came out. You yeah. think because they're underwater and, and they may be in an under, underwater cavern or something in that nature to, you know, help them, you know, breathe air and everything in that nature. But I'm like, how did they hold their breath long enough to come to the surface? And isn't that bad when you actually in deep water and you come up to the surface really fast, your body got to decompress. Oh, that's yeah, your head a nitrogen right. or something in yeah. the bloodstream thing or something. Yeah. You have to be in a decompression changer chamber, yes, which that's why she just asked James Cameron, that. just saying, <laughs> so I, I thought that was a little oh bit of a stretch gosh. right there uh, and because nakia there, she was the there only are one plot, this. there are plot holes absolutely yeah. there's all yeah. kinds of plot holes throughout this whole thing yes 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that there's plot holes throughout the Marvel uh, MC cinematic universe. I mean, yeah, there's uh, plot yeah. holes everywhere. So yeah, because yeah. Um, what's that? Koye in in game, she said that there was a disturbance in the ocean and they're going to handle it. And she said they're not. They're going the way they handle it is not by handling it. And it was already referenced that they knew where the Atlantic or Talokan is, wherever they're at, and stuff like that. They knew where they, their existence. But then again, everybody for some odd reason and what kind of forever didn't know Just anything about it. it. Yeah, nobody right. knew that, you know, they can they can land this whole vibranium uh detector on the beach where the queen and, and Shuri's at undetected. You know, it, it's just one of those things. I, I thought that was a little bit of a stretch too. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'm that was two things I, that really threw me for a loop. One of the things I, I think for me that I really struggled with story-wise was, um, and it really created the conflict or the tension in the film, um, non-important or non-weighted, was the aspect that Cherie goes down and you get to see this beautiful city, this beautiful culture, this beautiful people. Sure. And then all of a sudden they're the bad guys. And well, wait a minute, if they're the bad guys and or is it just the military folks that are the bad guys The you know, the, That's you know, true. or yeah. is it, you know, there was, it created some great, you know, um, confusion about who should I really be rooting for or not in right. with Cherie's continued stubbornness on, you know, her vengeance or her, I, that, um, coupled with, well, should I, I really don't want to root for her. She should have gotten over this by now, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. And when you're in the big battle and you're coming in, that's when the hero is supposed to have gotten over their self issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're able to win. Not at the last moment when the queen comes in and says, remember who we are, you know, kind of who you are, show him who you are. And I'm like, well, okay. And, um, I felt like it did a very, her whole stubbornness and stuck upness about technology over tradition mm-hmm. hurt the wonder and the awe that I had for Wakanda for tradition for mm-hmm. we had this culture. That. It was, yeah. for lack of a better term, please excuse me, but it was pissing on the culture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. And, and I was yeah. like, like, I said earlier, <clears throat> I like the fact that she finally comes around to accepting, you know, their culture and, and, and embracing their traditions. Cause you know, I, I feel it's a port, an important part of, of, you know, everyone's cultures, everyone's different cultures that they have different kind of traditions. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think you need to embrace your culture's tradition you know, to a certain point, you know, I, I can understand or question it at times. I get, that. I get There's that. Sure. That. But at the end of the day, you still need to respect your traditions. And that was the thing I came to the appreciation of at the end of it was she finally learned, okay, tradition has a place. There's an importance that, that uh, technology isn't always number one, you know, that mm-hmm. the, the tradition actually does fall into place. Um, but I do feel that she still relies too much on technology. And that's, in my opinion, a downfall to her character. Yeah. Well, I feel like at the same time, too, like Namor's character, he was he was still stuck in tradition to where it blinded him to that's seeing anything different 
than what the world can offer him. He doesn't, he's only looking at it from, because he's lived a long time. You would think that he will, he would have seen a lot more difference in culture, a lot more difference in like mannerisms with the surface dwellers. For being 400 years old. Yes. For being, you would think they have a better grasp on, on, right. You know, you think he would have read a book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the pages would be soggy. <laughs> Unless he had an audible down down there to where he can actually, you know, he can get sound waves, right? Yeah, sound waves can go through water. That's right, they can. Just so, so you know, everybody, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E. There you go. Uh, we're nailing that audible audible thing today. That's I'm just thinking to myself, like, yeah. And then there, I love how they had in in um their, their tradition and everything. Everything was really more, you know, you had... A lot of the uh, the the old uh, Aztec or the Mayan or just their culture in in a sense was really interesting. But to me personally, it seems like I said they're one and the same. They they reminded me so much of Wakanda, where they all right. So we have this vibrating, we have this piece of material that's going to be able to give us everything, and it's going to jumpstart jumpstart our civilization, and it's going to keep us you know uh, safe in a sense. But you're not technically safe at all. And it's nowhere right. near. And I thought this was one of those things where it broke the it broke the it broke the wall down for me too. Wakanda is not it's not it's just it's not as safe as you think it is. Sure. They're, just because they're underwater is they're not as safe as they think they are. No place is safe on earth if you think if you think you're insulated just because you have a piece of magic rock that's gonna give you all these special abilities to do certain things. It's not yours. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with uh, realizing that Wakanda is not the safe haven that we thought it was. Because, you know, otherwise, then then there's no danger aspect to them. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. So I think that ultimately, I think that's a good thing that, yeah. that you know, vulnerabilities were revealed and opened, you know, because that, that gives them room for improvement. Before, there's yeah. no room for improvement. You know, yeah, always, you think that they have hit the ceiling already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you know, nobody can affect us. We're, you know, we're safe, you know, but now it's like, oh, wait a minute. Now we realize there are things that we have to fix and take care of and, and, and advance. Yeah. So I think ultimately that's a good thing for them story wise. Uh, yeah. I'll say that too. Yeah, it's it's just it's like you know, just because you create this piece of tech, and I always go back Ooh. to I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's Tony Stark. Just because you create a piece of tech doesn't mean that it's yours. That's the reason why. Hey, you use the government. You you built this in America, so technically it's an American property, and then the government can come in and take it. <laughs> sure. Somewhere else. Okay, so if you have a a shield, if you have a shield like a Captain American shield or something like that. In in America, all right. Well, we can make a British version of that if we if we if we can steal it. It doesn't mean that it's yours. Well, yeah, yeah, ain't that the truth? Everybody's yeah, but, trying to take it. The French was trying to take vibranium. It wasn't just American. Yeah. The, the French was trying to take vibranium. Well, Everybody and that makes sense. Have a piece of it. That makes yeah. sense because that happens in the real world. You know, one country gets something, and then every other country wants it. I agree and, with that, Sage. Yep, destruction yeah, always comes movies, within. Wakanda's the destruction came from with from inside. I yep. totally totally agree with that statement. That's a great statement. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, every yeah, it's it, it. You have a it's it's always built up on a house, and and everybody has secrets. Even um, what's that? Uh, 
uh, Forrest Whitaker character, he had a secret, and even though he was very well respected and stuff like that in the first movie, um, and stuff like that, Uncle James, he was he was he was there, and he was supposed to protect um, Chachaka's brother, but yeah, he sold him out. And and in this movie, you have you know um, so many so many instances is basically there um, that's trying to protect one another, but then again, they all they all come crashing down. And, I'll, and like I said, Namor right. character, I mean, yeah, he, you can look at him as the bad guy in a sense, but at the same time, it was just like, you know, his motivations was just skewed. It's just, is wrong through and through. Agreed. Agreed. And they had to change a heart at the end and everything was uh, happily ever after. Right. <laughs> well, Disney does own them. So yeah, everything was, it was, Oh yeah. Okay. So we can't live in harmony. Huh. You don't say I've been saying that throughout the whole movie. Who thought? <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that. Oh, sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Nobody uh, could live in harmony. Man. Copyright, copyright. It, right? takes, it takes the brink of death in order for you to realize, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> of yielding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he could have that. I, I, nobody challenged him, I guess, in the sense, you know, how in Wakanda you get to challenge the king and stuff like that. I think in, mm-hmm. in okay, Namor, yeah. nobody was able to challenge him in order to, you know, let's, oppose let's him. Let's talk king. about that. Let's talk okay. about that a minute. So we get to we get to that point in the film, and Cherie's not even there. I, I didn't understand that, you know, he's, he shows up, I'm, I'm here to take the challenge and blah, blah, blah. And in the first oh, movie yeah. we, we had T'Challa and Mbaku, they were battling for the throne, right? Yeah. And, for King to be right, King of Wakanda. To be yeah. King. Well, technically that's what's going on here. And Cherie doesn't even show up, you know? I'm like, well, how is there a challenge? I don't understand. Who's he going up against? So does she learn a lesson when it comes down to tradition? Did she do it? Only, well, did it only okay. suits her in the All moment right. to basically touché. have a tradition. Touche, touche. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> did she, she really learn anything? In, okay, in the she, end lose, she loses a couple points for that one. I, yeah, okay. All right. I get it. I get it. But I, yeah, I didn't understand that part in the movie. I'm like, well, so who's who's freaking king now? I don't understand. You know, uh, they don't I don't think they have a king just yet. Um, and it, it didn't seem like they will have a king. You would think that because Mbaku was he was so, um, you know, he was such a more of a dominance presence and stuff like that. He was kind of giving her, you know, guidance when it came down to this is what you want to have to do, you know, if you become ruler. But I don't think he really I don't think that really fails falls in her pot just yet. I mean, because he and at one point he does. Uh, channel his ancestors and stuff like the guy he prays to too which is his is the white gorilla i don't know if you realize that that's really his his yeah, is different from okay. bass it's not the same as mm. bass so that's huh. why he doesn't that's why he his his traditions is different from everybody else's that that resides on within the uh what kind of nation and so now like sage says sherry sherry didn't want the throne she mm-hmm. she was just protecting the reason that they didn't challenge Mbaku is because he had the nation's respect after everything. Yeah. And then, then he says Mbaku is the actual king. But my, my thing was, okay, uh, you know, according to the first movie, they set it up that you had to battle to become the king. Who's he battling? Yeah. He's not battling anyone. There's well, no battle there. anybody that. He'll battle any of those other factions. The guy with the the the, the guy's son with the dissonance mouth. 
the lady with the long kind of like you know long hair and the, the, okay the balls. so you're he, saying he one, of them step, one of them stepped forward and battled in baku they supposed to but then again maybe when she comes back from her being where she's at she probably challenged him then and see how how well it happens but you gotta realize i mean once they strip the wakanda once she stripped the synthetic you know wakanda i mean the uh, powers of black panthers away and stuff like that she can't fight bro that will be against Mbaku. She she will not be able to fight. She'll I yield agree. more so than she will fight. So in a sense that, you know, it would be her or, or way too little T'Challa grow up and he takes over the mantle and he does this, you know, and then he goes pretty hardcore and stuff like that. Which I, I love the fact that they I would love to see that. Uh, that, that one is the all, panther. Yeah. So basically Mbaku oh, yeah, becomes yeah, for sure. king by default then. Yeah, be at a that point. A yeah. gorilla panther. See, that's that's the part. See, I I don't I don't <laughs> think that's why I don't think Shuri should be black panther. I or he can be king and he won't have to have the uh, panther. You don't have to take the panther um uh the serum. Yeah, but see, they did the way they made it sound in the first film is whoever is black panther is king. I mean, that's the way that's I. That's what I thought. That's what mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's you. It's like well, you, it's like you have the you have a it, in the line of succession. Like usually, it's like all right. So in the books and stuff like in the comics and stuff okay. like that, the first I think what is he? What did he call himself? The they they named him um, right right in the beginning of the the first person who became Black Panther and stuff like that. They followed him, and then he just became ruler by default because he had the Panther. Um, he had the he took the serum and stuff like that. And each iteration of them, the by by decree and everything in that nature, they all have to go through this. They have to be challenged. All right. So if you challenge the king, you're basically going to challenge him, you know, serum list or not. Usually they don't even take away the serum at all. But then again, you know that you will be able to challenge him as king. It's just like, a you know, by default type ordeal. And if he is and if he's defeated, then, yeah, he gives up his rank like Killmonger became um king of wakanda at one point uh well he it didn't in the movies right. but he actually did in the comics as well and baku becomes you know king of wakanda and he don't have to take the actual serum in order to become the essence of black panther it okay. was it's just hand in hand that when black panther when he show up on the scene and stuff like that he's just going to remain king at the same time which they they alluded to that too do you want a king or do you want a you know a defender you know do you want a fighter do you want a warrior it's it's both. You can't have both. That's you can't have both. You can't have both, but you can't have both because if your warriors out, you know, doing this thing, who's going to protect Wakanda? Yeah, that's fair. Here's you want to post that what Sage yeah. Page said. So Sage says because the nation n- never seen two people hold that spot before. This movie yeah. showed you you may be worthy of the crown, but not the protector. That's why when Killmonger challenged, he said, I challenge for King and black and black Panther. He stated both. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because he had Royal blood because of the brother. And, um, and also at the same time, you know, he had that, he had the right to do so. I mean, he, I mean, he just had the, the privilege to do so. Now he could have died from the serum if it rejected him. But then again, the bass chose him to, Continue, continue that mantle because he could. It just seems to me if you if you've got a king or queen, whichever. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I guess it would be still king. But if you got a king and then you got 
the the protector it almost feels to me like the throne is split you know what i mean it should be i i don't know i just i don't know it's hard for me to put together in my head <laughs> i think it's great i think it's great to have two separate because one can still be one can still be there to rule and administrate and is not gone all the time the protector is there to what to protect the ruler mm-hmm. is there to what to rule to administrate yep. make sure everyone yep. things are happening from a big picture point of view the protector has a role within that sphere of influence of the ruler and so the ruler sees the big picture where we saw that specifically with Cherie Cherie could not see the big picture uh, of yeah, the nation yeah. um all she could see was her vengeance and her focus and in all openness and all fairness excuse me it's she was focused on what the protector role. She yeah, was yeah. very much in a protector role, but she was not in a ruler role. So I could see, no. I could see where they could be separate. Yeah. Okay. And then usually you have the father and the son. You remember like Chachaka, he was the one that was like the ruler and, but he was a protector too, but he wasn't really going out and doing all the roles of black Panther. He gave up that part do, throughout his reign. He wanted to be more diplomatic and stuff like that before his, you know, before he passed away and stuff like that. T'Challa, um, in a sense, T'Challa was like, okay, I want to be able to help. I want to be able to help fight. You know, I took down Zemo. I did all these things, but the mm. people wanted him to rule. And he was just like, nah, I still want to fight. And that's the reason why he went back out there and he started to help fight against Thanos because he's seen a situation way bigger than Wakanda. He got, all right, this, this is way bigger than Wakanda. I need to join the fight. And stuff mm-hmm. like the, that. The sad thing is, I still don't see Sharia as much of the fighter. <laughs> that's no, the, she's not. She's that's not the bad thing. Yeah, she's, she's supposed more... to be the protector here, and I can't mm-hmm. really see her as so much the protector. You know. Yeah, she's not. She she wasn't. She was. She fortunately, you know, obviously it's a Marvel movie, so she's going to be able to figure out how to make the yeah theorem. So that was one of those things that you know came to came to fruition but for the most part yeah she she has no she didn't have any she she wasn't really like taking on the you know following the guise of uh of queen mother and anything in that nature you can see her you know lockstep and you know with her mom trying to figure out how to rule how to do this stuff the queen in a sense she wasn't she wasn't really trying to rule she was trying to just maintain what they had until they get you know into uh chachala's son becomes of age that's why they kept it under wraps right which i feel like Man, I don't know. It's kind of hard, you know. You got a nephew out there, and your mama know, it and everybody else know it. You don't know, <laughs> and you don't know. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. hey wait a minute. How come nobody is- told me this? How come, yeah, you could you could have solved all her problems, <laughs> right? She could have grieved. It's like they didn't even grieve together. You would think they did, but they didn't. Though that was, it was just like, all right, somebody passed. I right, move on. You know, the when when. When the queen died, it's like, oh, she passed. Move on. It was so much like of that back to back. I was just like, I can't really process this. Too. I think it's that just, was I more. Of, I think that was more about protecting T'Challa's son, though. Uh, you know, I know, I get that. Keep, part. You know, keeping him protected. So, because if somebody learns that T'Challa has a son, they're going to come after him. You know, they're going to try and take him out. You know, you you take out the youngster quick, and and you know you don't have much to worry about later on. So I think that was all about his protection. So I, I don't know if I have a, I mean, it's funny to joke about, it, I agree with that, but I, I don't know if I have a problem with that story wise so much. I, 
but you are right. It seems weird that she would not know that. <laughs> yeah, it's like every. It was like okay, Nakia knew. Everybody knew to an extent. He could. They could have hit him up in the mountains. They could have done something to yeah. you know protect him. You know, a, a little bit well insulated, but they kept him out of Wakanda because they didn't want him to be. You know, uh, subject see, to all of that. And did you that see the weird. photo of him, the kid at the premiere? That was great. He, yeah, I did. I see. Him. Yeah, he's standing in front of the poster doing the whole Wakanda. Yeah, thing. I like that. It was nice. Nice little photo of him. Okay. So that now that brings okay. So let's let's move on to the future. So where do we go in the future? Mm. Is, is Cherie gonna go on into the next phase of MCU? Are we gonna see her as the Black Panther for a while, or do we do a time jump? And uh, T'Challa's son is aged, and we actually get uh, his son take over as a Black Panther. Where do we mm. go in the future with this? I say they probably do more of a time jump where they show like how he he understands, you know, he you know come into the photo of Wakanda, they accept him, the people will accept him. I mean, they pretty much accept anything. They accept Killmonger, they can accept him. And <laughs> well, I don't think uh, there's going to be a problem <laughs> accepting Salah's side. So they I don't understand think that's be an issue. how that is. Uh, hopefully, and then they, if they do do a time jump, it's going to be a more of a younger you know, his coming of age tale. And then he becomes, he, he falls into the mantle. But again, mm. it's like, okay, mm. which one are you, which one do you want to see? Do you want to see the warrior black Panther? Do you want to see the King ruling black Panther? You sure. know, you want to, he can be like a, it can be more of a, the crown or it can be more of like, you know, um, it can be more of a high stake Marvel's event. You know, Hey, how, he's just going to be able to have to figure that out too. It'll be his coming age tale. And then well, if when he becomes a, becomes of age, he can, he can actually uh, challenge and take the throne, can't he? He no, he have to go through rite of passage and stuff like that. But he he, he would get challenged, yeah, you know. But and it's just like anybody else, any other royalty that comes in, like how um, uh, Killmonger's. Uh, I mean, my bloodline isn't he? Isn't he should he be king. king. I think yeah. he should be. No, no, technically. Yeah, by bloodline, he should be king. Has a son. Yeah, he's he's technically yeah he's a, he's. A, I mean, he's I don't a prince, know if this he's works. A king. Yeah, I don't know if it works like like the British royalty, but I would think if if it works the way British royalty, all monarchs are the same. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I get it. I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, she's more like a well, whoever's ruler at the time at at this point, I guess Mbaktu is. Uh, he's more like a fill-in king at this point he's not pretty much know, he's not the true king in my opinion yeah is t'challa's son is next in line if i the way i see it anyway i don't know maybe maybe know. they switch to you know democracy or something like that they and i think that's pretty funny i think they mentioned something like that in the show they said something about you know everybody having to vote and everybody kind of like laughed at it or something <laughs> i don't yeah, know that's not the way royalty comes. <laughs> now yeah it's gonna take a long time for them to figure that part out but okay <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, Monty Python. Um, well, well, who made her king? I didn't vote for it. You don't vote for monarchy. <laughs> you don't right. vote for the king. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. I did. I loved it. That was good. Very nice. Very nice. Well, um, with that, everybody, we are already over the hour mark. Woohoo! 
<laughs> Great discussion, Theron. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Uh, real quick, as we're wrapping up, I just want to remind you about our website, twogeeksmike.com, twogeeksmike.com, uh, the number two G-E-E-K-S-M-I-C.com. Um, that is our hub for all things Two Geeks. So you will find um, all aspects of our show, finding the podcast, the YouTube channel, plus our merch page. Um, you'll see some uh, merch there. Also, um, our link to our Kofi page. Kofi is just like Patreon, but we like it much more better. Um, ha, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Um, mm. So with that, I just want to encourage you, check us out there. <laughs> right. Um, or wait, wait, wait. Let me do the pinky. Oh. Lifting the pinky. Um, My pinky, so it's crooked. <laughs> my pinky's not but the rest of my fingers are <laughs> uh, you guys are funny so check it out we've got a tier system one dollar two dollar or three dollar a month tier um where we've got extra content um, that we've been working on extra content coming which we're pretty excited about um if you have any questions comments or aspects of the show that you uh want to share with us please hit show at two geeksmike.com show at twogeeksmike.com. That's the best way to get a hold of us. And um, also don't forget about Audible, audibletrial.com slash twogeeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S um, for our sponsorship. All right, Mike. Well, with that, I will uh, leave it up to you to finalize this sign us out. Well, with that said, um, again, as always, thanks to Audible for sponsoring this, this episode. We appreciate it. And Darren, thank you for being back on. We always have a great time when you are on. <laughs> And today was much more better with your sound and everything. That must oh, be a yeah. Thing. All right. Oh, yeah. The, videos, the video came through great. We didn't have any yeah, problems. This is fantastic. No this was awesome. I'm telling you, I love StreamYard. Yes. Thank you. Yes, it's, uh, it's StreamYard awesome. StreamYard rocks, yes. by the way. All right. So with that said, over and out, and we're kind of forever. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, may the force be with you. <laughs>